Hello and welcome to the 21st episode of the NL Feast podcast. My name is Sam Clark and with me as always, the soap to my sponge, Brandon Gross. Mm, so I'm uh, dish soap in particular. To specify, to narrow that down further. Yes, absolutely. This came uh, moments ago as I was finishing eating dinner and <laughs> doing the dishes, and I was like, need something, need something, need something. And that something was soap and sponge. So, I mean, which do you, I think I said the soap to my sponge, which is a little the bit soap. Yes. yes. See, in my brain, I don't know what this what this says about me. I think of barred soap. But then mm. I was like, no, you said sponge. Yes. So yeah. it's dish soap that you're referring to. So this is a this is an SAT question of sorts. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was like, I would much rather be the soap to the sponge. A sponge to me is like a or like a gross object that collects dirt, and the soap is like the hero that comes to the day. So if you think about it, I kind of complimented you, Brandon. Oh wow! Thank you so much. I, you know, I think we need this. I think you and I have both had a, a rough, a rough, not rough, but you know, we're living, we're loving, we're learning. But like, you know, we've we've had we've we've still had like a. I feel like we've had a slog of the last few days. You made us sound like we live a Julia Roberts movie every week. I wish. Oh my God! We, You're Richard Gere. I'm Julia Roberts. <laughs> we're doing a montage. We're trying on different baseball jerseys. Yes, we we can do everything except for kiss on the lips, right? <laughs> yes, that's true. We don't do those things, but this is this is a a straight male version of that movie. <laughs> oh boy, that's what the world needs is more straight male content. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get a. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get a meeting in one of the studios here in LA and be like, okay. Straight white male baseball based pretty woman. What do you think? Yeah, I uh, I think you're gonna get it, Brandon. All right, that sounds like a winning strategy to me. I know you said that you had a had a had a rough work day or work week, but do you want to you want to dig into that a little bit, or is this something you want to kind of leave in the even, well? What the I want to dig in on is this is something that's been ruminating in my brain for quite some time. I've I've uh, I've uh, mentioned this to a few people, but on Saturday, um, you know, I went and got a little coffee. I was sitting in my car, adjusting the straw um, after I got the coffee. Um, I was in Burbank, by the way, your old stomping ground. Shout out to Burbank. Wait, where um, were you specifically? So I was facing uh, Magnolia Boulevard. Yes. Um, and I was on the side street, about to pull out, do some errands, some Saturday errands. Um, I'm sitting in the car. Uh, I see a, a gentleman, a paraplegic man in a wheelchair on the sidewalk. Um, uh once again, I'm in the car. I'm facing the main road. He's coming perpendicular right okay. in front of me so on he's the crossing sidewalk. In front of you. Okay. Um, I'm parked. My car's not moving. He gets on the curb. He flies out of his wheelchair. Like, like, like falls out of his wheelchair? Falls out of his wheelchair oh. into the street. <laughs> no. Not the main Magnolia, but the street that I'm on. Oh, my so God. So I get out of my car. Obviously, because yes, I'm not obviously. a total. So you, so you drive monster. away, right? <laughs> yeah, so I drive, yeah, and that's it. That's the end of the story. Um, so I ran, I hit him actually. Um, no, so uh, I get out of my car. This is about a middle aged guy. He's wearing a mask and a hat, and he had a, a bag of groceries on his lap. I think he got a sandwich from Tony's Deli. Um, nice. And may, maybe there's a bottle of wine in there. Anyway, he falls out of his chair. The bag's on the floor. The wheelchair's still stuck on the curb. Oh God. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, but, awful. So I go up to him. I don't immediately grab him. I go, sir, how can I help you? Smart. Mine. I put my mask on. It's a smart um, move. And he goes, oh, I don't know. Let's see. So I'm standing on the curb. Let's see. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah see. he was like, oh, let's see what I can do. Like he's so he's trying your... to like shimmy himself up. You it know, sounds like he's doubting your ability to help him. He's like, well, we'll <laughs> yeah. see. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you with those scrawny arms? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> um, anyway, so... Uh, so 
I hold the wheelchair because it's on like a slope, so it's like moving. So I hold the wheelchair, and he tries to lift himself up. He's having trouble. I go, should I pick you up? And he goes, oh, like sort of mumbles. He's like, yeah, sure, okay, let's see. So I have to grab under his armpits. Yeah, lift this man up. Oh my god, plop him in the chair. He's a little bit to the left, and I have to put him (laughs) in his chair. And and uh, then I, you know, he he situates the the wheelchair and parks it, and I grab his bag and I put it on his lap and I go, "Is there anything else I can do for you?" He goes, "Oh no," and then I'm like, "Okay, have a nice day." He's like, "Okay, thank you." It's sort of like he's probably embarrassed, yeah, obviously, of course, of but course. Uh, you know, and I'm not telling you that just to be like, "Look, I'm a good person." <laughs> I'm telling you that because it was a weird experience. Like I was, it's I thought I was on that. What would you do? Yeah, uh, next show it uh, sounds, like John Kionis, you know that show was like, what would you do in that situation? It like, sounds I thought, like you were th- on like a, that's what it was. an Eric Andre episode. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, like, like it, this really just ranges everything. I mean, okay, yeah, you were like, I don't want to hype myself up, but good for you. I think a lot of people would have uh, would have like uh, just gone on their own way. I, my I don't right. think so. I was the only person there. I mean, there was. I mean, obviously, there was people yeah, on like course, the main road driving yeah. by, but it was like I was. A, there was a car, park cars, and it's like it was just me. Like if I did that, I probably would have been struck by lightning. Like today, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it was like too, I had to do it. There was like no, you know. Um, so thank you. I Good appreciate you, that. Yes. But that's Good not why you. I told you. That. I told you that because also it was like weird. And it was a weird human experience yeah. to be like oh this poor man and you're like you do realize how fortunate you are um and it also it was it was reminiscent of like lieutenant dan which is the most heartbreaking scene in forrest oh, gump god yeah when he's when he he's out of the wheelchair you know what i mean i think it's i think it's a new year's scene <laughs> oh well good for you brandon that's good for you good for you i uh i had a uh, a pretty special weekend i think I told yeah you what did you do about, to help the I, community uh, so i fed hundreds of, of, of people in new york city no i um <laughs> It was a buddy of mine got admitted into and starts law school on Monday. So we had a little surprise party for him over the weekend. That was a lot of fun. Really thought you were going to say hospital. You know, and, admitted into. I was like, the hospital? And hold on. I'm not. I actually just. I was kind of just being like, all right, whatever. I'll talk about my weekend. But I remembered something happened that made me excited. Or maybe I don't know if excited is the right word, but uh, proud. I don't know. I was I was there, and it was like in the later part of the night. And a, a a good friend of yours, and like probably described an acquaintance to me, though I've always enjoyed their company. Uh, Alex Alex G. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Was, mm-hmm. I don't know if they want to be doxed on on a yeah. podcast with thirty five <laughs> listeners, but um, but he came up and he came to the party, and I was like, uh, Miranda and I were getting ready to go. Um, and he was like, hey, man, I really enjoy the podcast. And I was like, okay, like that's very nice of you. I really appreciate you saying that. I assume that you're just like, I don't know, saying something nice to me because you're a nice guy and that's what nice people do. And then he's like, so what's going to be next week's DeGrama to Week? And I was like, oh, you listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the nicest thing. I've never had anybody come up because there's Brandon famously only like 40 people at most tuning into any episode, like never running into people in the streets telling us that they enjoy the show. So that was a fun experience. That's amazing. I know. And I don't think, I mean, Alex likes baseball, but I don't think as far as i know i don't think he uh uh is like a passionate baseball fan so it's like if you're getting deep if you're going if you're going the full hour or so it's like all right hey, I, think, I think he likes what he's new so thank you alex uh yeah love, love to hear it he'll love also hear, hear it. this because i as he as he proved to me he's a he's no a, he's like i only go to the decor week. <laughs> he only fast forward yeah, he's just 40 slamming the 30 second fast forward <laughs> over and over again until he gets into it um i also had like a we're okay we should also probably just admit to the audience brandon and i are going to be doing a, a little extra bs in on this week's episode because we both had busy days at work today and we're not able to make a proper rundown so. we were busy helping the community brandon was yeah brandon That's, was helping the community i guess i was helping the community a little bit at work yeah. right yeah i worked yeah, for you're helping the community. Wow, we're um, 
I'm Where so do you scared. Work? Name, I'm so what's scared. the address and company? <laughs> I never know how much to say because one of the presentations when like like the training in the beginning of the of my hire was like ethics and what you're allowed to talk about outside of work with people. And I'm like, hmm, well, this is definitely probably anything I say on this podcast is broadcasted out loud to anybody who wants to have access to it. So I'm always just like, all right, not say where I work. Maybe don't even say what I do. Okay, maybe. And then I'm just getting in my head about what I want to say. But um, I did want to tell this story. One of the things that I've been having to do at work um, in my indescript job at my indescript place of work is I have to listen to jail phone calls and summarize them. So I listen to anybody and it's represented by somebody at our firm calling out to their loved ones and family members and friends and talking about stuff. Um, and, a, and, a, and a client who won't be named. We won't talk about what they did. We won't say where they live. But they... Uh, Those are my three questions, though. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just like trying to remember literally anything they said. Um, he is getting into a little bit of trouble, Brandon. So let me kind of put it into put it in the context. That there's 1,100 phone calls that we have to go through. Um, and some of them range from like, vo like leaving a voicemail, like 10 seconds to some of them are like 15 minute phone calls. Um, and there's a maxed out number of minutes that you can have every day to talk to on the phone. You have to pay for it. It's very fucked up. Um, you have to be able to pay to talk to your friends and family. Very cool of, uh, the American jail system. Um, but there, uh, there's in a bit of a sticky situation where my, my, my guy was asking his wife to go to a hotel room where he had items and so he would be like, hey, baby, can you go pick this up? And then I'd listen to the next phone call. It was him calling a close friend of his being like, you need to get to this hotel room now. There are like very odd. There's like women's clothing that are not hers that she's going to see if I get there, if she gets there before. <laughs> and it was like he and he kept calling her. He was like, hey, are you there yet? Hey, have you left yet? What time do you what time exactly do you think you're going to be there? Uh, OK. All right. Where are you right now? What, what street oh are you on? And like calling God. her over and over and over again. And then also being like, hey, man, can you go? Can you go? Can you go? And then the, eventually the friend was like, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm at work. I don't know what, why you told me this now. And what you're Doing. And then it's like it cuts to him like leaving a day's worth of voicemail messages. It just got caught cheating, and I listened to the whole thing. And it feels oh. it feels so voyeuristic and feels so like not something I should be listening to somebody's personal life. Um, but yeah, dude, it was a wild. So wait, so at one point you did hear her be like, "Whose panties are these?" Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and he was just oh like, "Oh, I knew you'd God. get mad about this. Like, this is I found them, <laughs> or like my friend was staying with me, and he." Uh, and he like, had somebody over. No. I promise you it's not. And it sounds like this is a reoccur was reoccurring behavior of his. Because um, also, guess what? He has a mistress from inside the jail cell. <laughs> He's calling another woman and telling her she he loves her. And is like, oh, my yeah, God. Dude, this guy's wild. It's, it's very. You've seen Goodfellas, right? Of course. Of course. It's very uh, Janice Rossi visiting Henry Hill. Yeah. In the jail. And she goes, why was she here? And she throws all the bread and yeah, stuff. Yeah, dude. You know, yeah. Karen Hill. Yeah, so that's what my day was. I listened to like eight hours of phone calls today and then like summarized them while also doing little mini jigsaw puzzles on my desktop. So that's kind of what my day was <laughs> I like. You were like, I'm slammed today. <laughs> well, it's, it's a weird task because like I'm not, I can't read and listen to things at the same time. I don't know you if you can't you're like read. That. Yeah, I, so I know. I famously, I can't read. Um, <laughs> makes the job a lot more difficult than it should be. But um, I can't read and listen to people talk. Normally, if I'm doing busy work, I like to listen to like a podcast or something. I uh, couldn't do that because I'm listening to phone calls. So I just do like jigsaw puzzles or Sudoku or something mindless that I can do in the mm -hmm. background. So, yeah, I was slammed at work today, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, I love these stories. Keep telling us uh, these phone call stories, I feel like but I, are not sad. That's probably the... I mean, it's sad, but it's probably like not as sad as a lot of yeah, ones for sure. To. There's definitely some, and also there's weird moments where they like give each other minutes to like other uh, other inmates to like share the minutes that they can talk to family members. So I'm also just oh. hearing phone calls from other people. It's just 
It's a nightmare. Um, but yeah, Brandon. All right. I guess we should try to get into baseball stuff as much as we can. Um, coming up, you're going to hear us talk about the Mets now somehow being in third place. I'm sure Brandon's got a lot of good takes about that. The Phillies lost the last two series and the division hold. We'll go to our regular segments of DeGromita Week, 60-second stories, feast or famine, upcoming series, and feature future fans. But Brandon, before we get to all that. There's a team right now in Atlanta, Georgia, that is hotter than the summer sun. <laughs> hotter than a peach under the summer sun after you had a nice mint julep. A nice mint julep. And as we're talking right now, because uh, famously we record on Monday nights, they are trouncing the Marlins, or at least they were. Uh, I, I have the, the game on my television right now in the background while we record because I'm a good podcast host. And last time I checked, they were up onto the on the Marlins 8-2. to two. So... Seems like they're continuing their hot streak, and it seems like all it's kind of seems like everything that we've thought about this Braves team at the beginning of the season that wasn't coming true is kind of coming true in spite of the fact that their best player is out for the season. Yeah, I uh, you could say that the Marlins this is a little bit of the curse of the Duval Bino. Yeah, dude, Duval went like yard, he hit one like 430 yeah. feet to left field. Uh, yeah, you could say that it also really hurts to see it because. He always ha- he always crushed it in Truist Park. Like whenever he was playing against the Braves, he was killing him. Uh, and then it seems like he would hit homers in a uh, in Mar- Marlins Park, not Lone Depot Park. Um, and it just he just clobbered the the absolute hell out of the ball. Um, but yeah, what are you gonna do? That's what happens when you yeah, give good players I- away to good teams. <laughs> <laughs> the Braves though they have an infield that's all of them will hit thirty home runs this year, and they would have had a fifth person that would have hit thirty home runs. If um, Acuna stayed healthy, that's they have wild. an entire infield is going to hit 30 home runs. I, I, they're, they're paced too at this point. What other team is capable of doing that? The Padres? Uh, infield, you're saying? Yeah, infield, infield specifically. Mm, like AL, yeah, I mean, Adam Frazier, though, isn't really a homer guy. Yeah, so now that he's true. in the infield, probably not. Um, I mean, a team, I mean. Uh, Dodgers? Yeah. Yankees, Stanton, Judge. That's uh, not that's infield. Outfield. Brandon, yeah, in, are you even listening no, to no, yourself? No, 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 I know, I know. I'm saying just a collection of, oh, of okay. 30 Yeah, people plus. who could hit. Yeah. I, I know that's not infield. Um, infield, yeah, I guess Dodgers would be the other one, yeah. right? Muncie, Turner, Seager, other Turner? Yeah, two Turners. Now? Yeah, we got, we got the Turner <laughs> he, boys. Yeah, but other Turner wouldn't hit 30 homers. The Turner boys sound right? like bullies from like a Tom Sawyer novel. <laughs> it's the Turner boys. <laughs> you better run and hide. The Turner oh, boys are coming. God, the the big boys. red-headed one and then the tiny fast one. <laughs> With the blonde hair. Looks like straw. <laughs> uh, that would be they would describe it as straw yeah, that's very right. funny it's such an antiquated yeah. way of describing hair i'm trying to think yeah. who else could do it um i want to say the rays but i don't know i feel like the rays don't clobber dingers but also in this i guess we should be including catchers in the infield with this conversation yeah i mean i think i i was reading first base second base shortstop third base okay. but uh because then Dar- i mean uh, darno was also very if he had been healthy yeah i mean season. if he had a full year he would probably could do probably that. could do that yeah he so. has not i don't think in his in his career yet but um so do you th- i mean again we're going off of where we have no stats pulled up not that we ever really have stats on this show but we're going up more of a casual conversation here um so do you think the braves will ever lose the their footing in first place for the rest of the season or do you think this is it i mean so the braves next to the mets were the team that we said and that most analysts said were the team yes. to beat me at least logically i mean they've won how many how many division titles in a row is it? I guess since 2016, right? So they're, that sounds no, right. Nationals. That's not right. Yeah. So uh, they won four? 
three. Oh, we're gonna have to edit this out. No, buddy. we're not. No, listen, this, <laughs> this is too embarrassing. <laughs> no, no. They've won a lot, Brandon. That's all we needed to say. They've won a lot of the division. They titles. won a lot of big titles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I think honestly, yeah, because I, I I know that that's what uh, I guess I was asking you, but I'll answer my own question right now. But I I, I think that barring a stretch that I don't see on the schedule right now, um, I mean, yeah, after the Marlins, they play the Orioles. I guess the Yankees, Giants, Dodgers. That's a pretty brutal stretch. Uh, but then they play the Rockies, Nationals, and Marlins again, and then the Rockies, dude. This would be their fourth division title in a row. So twenty eighteen. Okay. That's what we said, right? We're not stupid. We said yeah, that. We're not stupid. No, we're not stupid. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop commenting and saying we're stupid. We're not stupid. People finally shot us emails, Brandon, after after months of asking for it. Except it's all just calling us stupid. <laughs> y e r stupid. That's what it says. <laughs> Subjects your. <laughs> oh my god! And then it says stupid inside the body of the email. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, the Braves would be my pick of the litter at this point. Yeah. I mean. Mets are trash. We'll get into that. We'll talk about but, that. Um, but no, I mean, they're my pick of the litter because, I mean, obviously the Phillies have a pretty potent offense too, but it's like I take the Braves offense any day. And if they have someone like Duvall, obviously he can, you know, hit 190 for the month of September. Totally possible. Solaire also has been hitting, has been finally Solaire has turned bit. it on, yeah. yeah. And uh, Peterson's been a good contributor to the Braves too. So they have a, a well-rounded team. Obviously not having Acuna, not having Soroka hurts, but it's like they did their job picking up the pieces that they needed to to compete and you know take advantage of this weekend at least. So if if I'm a betting man and we know that I'm not a betting man like <laughs> you are, yes, uh, I would I would take the Braves gun to head right now. Obviously, you know I'm, they're riding a hot streak at this very moment. Yeah. Um, Phillies cool down a little bit from when they were uh, riding the hot streak last week, but I do think the Braves are the strongest, especially if they you know I mean they have Morton, which is like a veteran presence. Um, on team Ian Anderson freed. I mean, that's a solid top three. It's not Inoa. the Brewers' top three. We'll see Inoa tomorrow. Inoa's tomorrow. coming back. Yeah. That's right. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's not the Brewers' top three, which I think whichever team ends up playing them is going to, which would be the NL East division winner, at least at this point. Yes. Um, yeah. That's going to be a tough go for any team, really. I mean, I think if it was the Braves playing playing the Brewers. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm betting my money. The chips are in. The money's in the dealer's hand. I don't know anything about gambling. No, you sound like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Keep doing this. The, the spread is plus 275. Whoa, the spread is okay. looking good. All right. Is that, is that Honestly, that I wonder. No, I bet, they're, I bet they're probably betting favorites right now. I won't, I won't look. But um, plus 270 implies that they are not the favorites to win. Because that, that means you. They're minus 270. There you go. All right. Good. Now we're talking. Okay. Good, you good, figured good. it out, Brandon. I, uh, I don't know. I feel like. I, I just briefly looked at their upcoming month, and they play a lot of bad teams, and I'm including the Marlins in that. They play a lot of teams that are going are like not really fighting for anything other than to be like uh, the season ruiners. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, they play the Rockies twice. They play the Diamondbacks still. They play the Marlins still. Like they play the Nationals still. Like one of the big parts about being in this uh, in this division right now, as you're competing, is that you do kind of get series wins in the division a little bit. Like the Nationals team. Uh, is, is, is down and out. The Nationals team just isn't going to be competing for the division, and you got to assume that you're going to win the series and hopefully get a sweep anytime that you play them. I mean, the Marlins just swept the Cubs, but what does that mean? You know, <laughs> the Cubs are maybe the worst team in baseball right now, with the exception yeah. of maybe the Orioles. I don't know. Um, well, but... that that's an interesting point because I don't know if you saw Jeff Passan did. Uh, he did uh, a very you know not necessarily scientific um, article on there's seven and a half seven and a half. He said bad teams in the majors right now. And then wow, he did okay, right. from these playoff 
uh, competing teams, who has the most games against those teams. In the National League, the Phillies have 24. They have the most against these like oh, non-competitive teams. The Braves have 14. The Mets have 8. So Okay. Yeah. Um, and also, the last week of the season, assuming that it's, you know, the standings stay around where they're, they're at right now, separated by less than three games. I think the Phillies are playing the Braves, the second to last series of the season, and then the Braves are playing the Mets for the last series. You know who the, the Mets, season. you know who the, wait, I thought the Mets played the Marlins for the last, last series of this season. Cause I only because I'm looking at, uh, at, at tickets for the play or for, for when they come into town. So I could be true. the that. last of the season. I, it's the end of September. Oh, there's an October series. Oh, there's an October okay. one, two, three right. series. Well, I'm yeah. not looking at those, Brandon. Please, what am I going to go to a Halloween? It's Halloween. <laughs> I got a show. <laughs> I'm going to be too scared all month to go to a baseball game. Okay, <laughs> the moment the pumpkins come out, Sam goes inside. All right. Um, it's not the skeletons. It's not Michael Myers. It's the pumpkins that scare it. <laughs> Listen, axe murderers, whatever. Saw don't care. Now pumpkins. <laughs> That's where I And if you make line. it into pie, ooh, baby, oh, my teeth will be chattering for months. <laughs> pumpkins. Pumpkins. Um, I, I think that if there is a weakness, though, on this Braves team that's going to bring them down in the playoffs, it's like I know they have a better bullpen than the Phillies, but I've seen that bullpen implode a lot this season. And their starting mm-hmm. pitching isn't the best in the division and could get like, I mean, so Freed comes out for for the first game. But like the Phillies got Gibson and now they have Nola, Wheeler and Gibson. Like that's an insane three. That's a. That's a better top three, but the Braves have a better one through five. But when you're thinking Fair. playoffs, if you're thinking playoffs, and not I, to go playoffs. I know what I was about to say. Playoffs. I know what it sounded like. Um, you probably prefer a top three because a lot of times a team will just go with their top three, right? Yes. In, in the playoffs. Anyway. Yes. So it's like, well, if the Philly, you know, Wheeler and Nola and Gibson versus the Brewers three, it's like, that could be a fun series. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I also the weird part about this year though is that the NL West is so dominant that there's just like the wild card is a little off the table. So like you kind of have to win the division if you want to go. And uh, yeah, that's where it'll get interesting. I mean, I guess we should just move on a little bit to the team that that we've kind of avoided talking about in this segment because they've they went from the, the leading the division for months on end to now being out of it. <laughs> who that? Who uh, Brandon, who is that by the way? I can't. The name is escaping me right now. <sighs> it's the Mets. It's the Metropolitans. It's the New York Metropolitans, baby. It's, Meet the Mets. Greet the Mets. It's, it was a brutal <laughs> West Coast trip for you guys, and it's not over. I know you you flew into... Or wait, oh, you, dude, they didn't even they go, didn't to go to the West Coast. The, yeah, the Dodgers came to them, right? <laughs> yeah, they're playing their first game against the Giants right now, which I'm not watching as we speak, so bad baseball podcaster right here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're in San Francisco. They're in San Francisco right now, and then uh, they'll be in here. In here, in here, in my in my apartment, they'll be um, at uh, they'll be at Dodger Stadium uh, this weekend as well. So they they and then they're going back to New York and playing the Giants. So this yes. is a stretch of thirteen straight games against the Giants and Dodgers. The Mets got swept this past weekend at City Field against the Dodgers, even though they were went to extra innings in the first two games. They still ended up losing. And apparently, um, the Dodgers have had an abysmal uh, extra innings record until they played the yeah, Mets. Yeah, I think they lost eleven in a row in yeah. extra innings. Yeah, I think, and then they won two straight. You know, baseball. That's how it works. Um, upsetting, but you know, it's the same story for the Mets, and it's like, I, and this is honestly just who the Mets are at this point. Yeah, they're a bad offensive team. I don't know how it happened because they have a lot of the same players last year when they were one of the top offensive teams. I know. Doesn't last make sense. two years. Last two years. 
Uh, and last year they they couldn't they didn't have any starting pitching. The year before they didn't have any bullpen. So it was like they can't get it right. All on the same page. Uh, and it's upsetting. But there is and and you know I'm guilty of this too because I think last week I even mentioned this that in May when they had these replacement players their record was better than any other month. I think it was 17 and nine. Oh shoot! But their <laughs> offense was not better. Do you hear me try? Like to- that's that. That's a common misconception in Mets Twitter's like, man, when we had Billy McKinney, we were good, man. Yeah. They're like, DFA Conforto, get McKinney back. You know? There's a DFA Conforto crowd on Mets Twitter right now? I know he's hitting like oh, one. There's a DFA like... Lindor. I saw DFA McCann today, and it was like, oh I, I don't know what's going on. They want the, um, they want the bench mob back. They want the, <laughs> they want the bench mob back. But, um, okay, so our, our friend... At uh, Mets Metrics last week, I butchered one of his stats, and I feel and I apologize. Listen, if there's but, if there's anything that's on brand for this podcast, it is saying statistics wrong. I feel like, right? Yeah, reading poorly because we can't read here. <laughs> Famously, can't read. Um, but Mets Metrics actually today, um, he I, I think it's he. So I apologize if I'm misgendering. But Mets Metric Mets Metrics they uh, disprove that. So this is a stat that today, and I'm going to read it very carefully okay, word and for word. very slowly. <laughs> um, so I, I, one of the Mets beat reporters said that that uh, you know uh, that the Mets have had a terrible offense since the replaced Mets uh, uh, gotcha, went gotcha. back to the bench or yeah. the minors or were released. Yeah. Okay. So from five seventeen May seventeenth, the day after McNeil and Conforto got hurt because they got hurt the same day in Tampa Bay, to July second, the day before Nimmo came back, these were the numbers of the Mets offense. So, their WRC Plus was 87. Their OPS was 678. Their runs per game were 3.63. So, that's before. That's before. Okay. All bad. We agree. Those are all bad numbers. All bad. (laughs) Now, from July 3rd was when all the Mets started coming back. Yes. Nimmo was back here. Uh, Conforto and and McNeil followed suit. The WRC was 103. So, it's actually better than the 87. Just a slightly above average. 732. Yeah. Their OPS was 732, which is a little higher than the 678 OPS. Their runs per game was 4.31, which is higher than 3.63. Are you sure about that? That's higher than 3.63? The runs per game? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> wait, is four bigger than three? Are you sure about that? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I can't read, and I don't know numbers. You can't read. We're the superhero tandem of you can't read, and I can't do numbers. But together, Brandon, we're an unstoppable force. <laughs> Together we could ace the AC- SAT <laughs> or the ACT. Uh, um, that's wild. So, so Mets metrics. Their consensus was the pitching was winning games, that, which is true. Yeah, that makes sense. The Grom's gone now. They're a little burnt out. Tywin Walker is not pitched as well as he did in the first half. Um, the Mets offense is just what the Mets offense is, and if anything, it did improve when guys like Nimmo, McNeil, and Conforto came back. That's an interesting statistic because yeah, that seems to be the the kind of like the dialogue around Mets Twitter. I famously follow Mets Twitter, now part of this podcast, is that, yeah, like the offense is slumping and we, we paid all these money for all these new guys and brought in all this talent and and, and it's just not really improving. But it, it does kind of make sense. I mean, obviously not having DeGrom for two months is going to be devastating to your team, like even if it's only at once every four or five games. Like that's still a, a huge hit. How's Stroman been, though? Because it feels like Stroman's still been pretty decent, right? Yeah, he's been solid. I mean, he, you know, he, he'll give up, you know, maybe two runs a game. Um, I don't have any exact stats on Stroman right now. I didn't pull anything. So you're throwing me on, th- you know, uh, listen. You're throwing me under the bus <laughs> I here. Me too. I meant just more from eye test. Like, do you feel like since you watched Stroman, eye test? Yeah. No, he's pitching well. I mean, it's tough. And and I was speaking. I wasn't speaking with you about this. I was speaking. Who was I speaking with? I don't remember. I was speaking to someone else who's a baseball fan. But mm-hmm. I was saying it's crazy how not seeing Degrom, you realize how 
you realize how freakish he really is because then you yeah. see like a great pitcher like Marcus Stroman or Taiwan Walker and how they're like giving up two runs. They're like, they suck. Yeah. But it's like, no, we're just spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, we're dude. spoiled because we see DeGrom every weekend when he gives up one run, we like are alarmed by that. And like, that's not normal. You're a, you're a great, you're above average pitcher when you're giving up only two runs a game, you know? That's so funny. That's so funny. What's the deal with Javi? So is Javi just like out for how long? Yeah, he's like, he's on the IL. He, he, it was a hip thing in Philadelphia too? and now it's back spasms and he went on the IL. He was doing, uh, he was running around in San Francisco and he was doing some second base drills. So I think he'll be back okay. once the... But that, but he's going to miss the entire West Coast series. I yeah. think he'll be back right after that. So it's like him and Lindor are going to be back, like maybe when they get back to New York to play the Giants. Uh, maybe, that's but brutal. that's tough. It's brutal. Yeah, it's the worst timing. So I mean, if the Mets can hang on, if they can hang on in these next three series, I'm not hopeful. They have a chance because they do have a lot of games against the Nationals, um, and they play the Marlins. Even though the Marlins kick the Mets' ass. Like they do play yeah. the bottom two teams of. Uh, uh, of the division. division, so I, I, st- I, I'll believe until they go own thirteen in this. <laughs> in this what do you, uh, what, what does the Mets winning the division look like to you? Like, what has to happen in order for that to, uh, that ball to start rolling in that direction? Ugh. I mean, see, at this point, it's like not even like hopeful. It's like they got to start hitting because it's like, oh, this has been once again. This has been it's four months this of this. Is like, this is yeah. what it is. Yeah. So I don't foresee it happening. Conforto's been been hotter recently, uh, which is which is welcome. But um, I just don't see them all them all clicking. So I mean, they would need to obviously do better with runners in scoring position. Yeah, I mean that's plain and simple. I mean that's the issue. So our friend Tim Ryder um, from the Apple, who we've cited before, I love Tim. Honestly, Tim is one of the dudes that you recommended I follow for Mets Twitter, and I just constantly. Yeah. He's also optimistic, which is so refreshing. Optimistic Mets fan. fan. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. There's a few of them. I like that. I like um, that. But yeah, so uh, he said the Mets are 19 for 117 with runners in scoring position this month. So the month of August. <laughs> oh my God, that's so one, <laughs> 167 batting average, 29th in Major League Baseball. Whatever. With 32 strikeouts and a 35 WRC plus, which is 29th in MLB. Also, I know well. we, we keep throwing out the WRC plus. We should probably tell people who, who like us, are, are not very stat heads that 100 is average. So 35 mm-hmm. is, yeah. is really abysmal. I don't really know. Really bad. I don't know what what a dry spit take is like i didn't have water in my mouth but i still made a spit take noise it's that, it's funny like we started laughing that's it's insane, like insane that's behavior. so so bad that goes uh. like i mean that's like combination of like just poor hitting as well as bad luck like that's like almost impossible to do almost impossible yeah. to do but i mean it, but i mean thinking about it from a from a baseball perspective it's got to swing the other way the pendulum always does swing the other way when you're like not an awful team so you got to hope that the runners in scoring position starts to to what is it? Reg- yeah, is it regress back to the mean? If you're saying it's improving, regress to the mean. If, yes, if it's improving. The, well, no, doesn't that mean that it's go it's falling back down to the, falling, the average? So falling, then what, right? what do you yeah. say? Improving to, to the, the mean? mean? I don't know. That just sounds I don't know. wrong. Right? Does it sound right? Yeah, yeah, it sounds whatever. Weird. Whatever that is, that's what I. This is not an <laughs> SAT pod. <laughs> Listen, I'm the one that can't can't read, so we got to really take it. You easy. You can't read, <laughs> yeah. So Matt, we're combining math and <laughs> reading in this one. Yeah, we're so struggling. We, this There's is a bad steam coming out of my asked. ears. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, I mean, they're 29th in Major League Baseball, those stats. <laughs> they're 29th that's, that's hard batting, in batting average, runners in scoring position, and WRC+. Plus. That's like, hard that, Think about the teams that they're worse than. What? So, yeah, <laughs> like, so think like, about the teams. One of the Diamondbacks or Orioles is better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 100%, right? I mean, mathematically, yes. <laughs> mathematically, <laughs> math 100%. Guy, so. Math, math, math. Uh, um, damn, that's nuts. I knew that they, it was bad, but I didn't know it was that bad. And I mean, so what happens if you guys lose... 
the next two series? Uh, it depends on on Phillies and Braves, right? I mean, the Braves are beating us Philly. now twelve to two, so I think we can, we, can, <laughs> we can chalk this up as the win. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Mets. Uh, I don't know what the Mets score is right now because I'm I'm icing them out. It's, I'm gonna okay? guess it's zero zero. Do you want me to check real fast? Because it's it, the yeah. game started like what ten minutes ago. It's nine four nine fifty three hour. I think um, it is zero zero. I was right. Yeah, top of the first. Nice. I'm a I'm, listen. I'm We're a, still got it. I'm a genius. Uh, right, I mean, man? yeah, they they have to win tonight. They can't fall three and a half back, right? But I've been saying they have to win every game for yeah, the past week. The you know. That's the thing. And it's disappointing because they swept the Nationals earlier in the week, but I guess that's not hard because every team in the NL East has done that. <laughs> it's true. That, this Nationals team. And then, like, Josiah Gray was on fire, and I think he got shelled a little bit the last start, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you, you really kind of hate to see that. Hold on. Can you tell I'm stalling a little bit while I pull up his last seven-day statistics? Um, no. Okay. Thank. Okay, wait. I mean, he got the loss of five earned runs over 16 uh, innings pitched in the last week. Still a 1.06 whip. So, like, what, is he just giving up homers? How do you do that? How do you have a one whip and then have five earned runs? I guess it's still only a 2.81 ERA over the last two. It sounds Dong City to me. <laughs> <Dong> City. <laughs> Brandon, weren't you at a at a strip club called Dong City earlier this week? No. <laughs> um, but I think the weirdest, the or like the, not the weirdest thing, but like the Phillies do seem to have fallen out of it a little bit. And now they're playing the Diamondbacks. So you assume that that's going to, that's going to boost them back up. But after that, it's the Padres and Rays and like. Those are two teams that are that are in it. These are two teams that are fighting for every victory, despite the fact that the Padres got no hit by a, a man debuting for his first time. You saw that? Oh yeah, I love that. Cool he was going to be my, my my feast for the week. I love that. Um, that was amazing. Spoiler T- Tyler alert, Gilbert, Brandon. right? Duh. Oh, it's yours. No, we got a team no, no, one. No, that's not oh, mine. No. I kept mine division specific, Brandon. Maybe you should try to do the same. Speaking of which. Uh, you remember how a couple weeks ago Jonathan India was my feast? Oh yeah, I think I know what you're going to say. Found out today he's a Trump guy. He's a MAGA man, baby. I know. Everybody was like, Trevor so, Rogers at LMP or at L Rookie of the This year. is our first rescinded feast. <laughs> we're rescinded it back. We're, we're the trophy. I'm, ca- I'm calling UPS. I'm canceling the trophy I sent Jonathan India. He's devastated. Uh, Listen, only him and Jeremy have trophies. Jeremy Taché have trophies from the NL feast. <laughs> and one of them already got returned. So not a good luck. I also saw... Um, Oh, I've been doing this thing, and it's really not a not a thing I recommend doing, which is going through baseball players' followings on Twitter, and it's just yeah, oh. I know, yeah. Don't. All right, let's name names. Who do we need to not so like anymore? JJ Blade is just straight like Tucker Carlson, uh, Janine, whatever her name is. <laughs> What's the yeah. the wine drunk? Janine Pirro. Yeah, her. Uh, yeah. Just like all of the worst Fox News people. Ben Shapiro. He's not Fox News, but still uh, adjacent mm-hmm. to that. Uh, that, I almost said lifestyle, but that's not the right way to phrase yeah. that. I guess it's a lifestyle, right? Um, and then <laughs> NL Rookie of the Year, other candidate, Trevor Rogers, does follow Fox News on Twitter, but he's not like following a bunch of other people. So uh, You had to know that, though, right? Yeah, look at I don't man. know. I, I feel know. like after, after the video of Don Mattingly Dude, telling you him. you read my mind. I was thinking the exact same <laughs> thing. After that like fake all-star, you made it. No, you Wait, wait. So I'm not going to the <laughs> You could see the, yeah, he turned red, the color of his favorite political party, Brandon. Oh, oh, he turned into an elephant. <laughs> Biting commentary from the NL Feast hosts. Um, we were going to talk about the Phillies a little bit. We're really trying to keep this podcast to a, to a, a, a strong hour. We've been kind of going past our, our normal time limit, which is an hour. So much so that we went, almost did math, a 33% increase in last week's episode. 
Uh, all right, dude. Enough is that the right? Math, all right. <laughs> you're sure. asking me. I don't know. I'm not the math guy. Listen, you're talking to a guy that failed college algebra in college, so not the not a math guy. Okay, definitely never strung my shoes up on the math pole. Is that a thing people say? Uh, you didn't go to the Ace Learning Center. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I was a very bad college student upon initially being. Uh, I feel like I've told you this story. I like uh, failed out of college my first time around, and then re-enrolled. And I don't want to brag. Got like a 3.8 GPA though. So kind of went from Ooh. worst to first. From from worst wow, to first. Wow, I I had a three point seven six in college, so I guess. Uh, but you did it without like failing and having to go back to community college and then re-enrolling at university. So I think that's you, true. I think you win because it didn't take you Van Wilder number of years to graduate college. <laughs> uh, it, it you know what's funny? My my friend just told me it's not funny. This is upsetting, but. Uh, uh, my friend told me recently that he listened to a podcast that Cal Penn was on. Oh, cool. Cal Penn, who was in, who was in he played like a, a stereotypical Indian character yeah. in Van Wilder, yeah. if you remember. Oh, I remember. It was Raj, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that when he auditioned, when he was in Hollywood and he auditioned, there was a couple other Indian guys in the room. Okay. And then there was like two white guys in Indian face or brown face. Oh, God. That And this is what? Sucks. When that movie came out? 2004, 2003, something like that? That's got to be earlier. Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. Um, well, also, this famous Cal Penn movie, uh, Van Wilder was 02. 02. Okay. So this is this is an 01 likely audition. Uh, God, that's Not brutal. that long ago, people. Yeah, that's not that long ago. But don't forget, he was also in Harold and Kumar, which is a, a classic, a comedy classic, Brandon. What hey, the... it's a comedy classic here. <laughs> you really got your radio, your radio voice sounding. Good. Hey, it's a comedy classic. We're, we're counting down the greatest Cal Penn movies ever. Uh, Why are you doing this on the radio? Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's just Harold and Kumar five times in a row. There, you know when you get really deep on serious radio, and it's like the Cal Penn hour. <laughs> That's weird. You're like, wow, it's just rock music from 1974 specifically. Yeah, just 74. It's like just just Jethro Tull. Okay. Um, yeah, I was gonna. I was trying to think of an '80s hair metal band to say a radio station named that, like a. Like, oh, it's the Rat Hour. There we go. All right, I got. Oh, <laughs> oh, you mean uh, round uh, and round, round. <laughs> what goes around comes around. Remember, they did recently. They did like a AT and T commercial or something. Oh God! Speaking. Um, did you see that? No, I didn't. I didn't see it. But I'm thinking of like a. Uh, like me, old school musicians that are like making it on car insurance commercials right now. What's that ice cream one that came out that was like scoop it. Uh, oh yeah, um, what, that's right. What is I it? What was uh, it? Oh, uh, what was it? Mob Deep or something? Yeah, but what was the song? It was so easy. It's... Oh, it goes scoop. I don't know. Oh, scoop. There scoop, it is. There it that's is. what it was. Yeah. Okay. I, I would have thought about that for the next like. Is it Mob Deep or my way off? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. You could have said anything. I would have believed you. I do know the song though. And scoop. There it is. It also was one of those things. Where I was like, how is this the first time this happened? How did nobody come up with this over like the last thirty years? What are we doing as mm-hmm. a as a collective cultural uh, uh, mind if we're not we're not coming up with? this They great had content? to be like when they came up with that in the room. They had to be like Google it. Like it had to <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> right. It was like us, nothing. Us, okay, us trying to name the podcast, just googling any <laughs> any possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe there's another Randall Feast out there. But uh, also, we dropped the parentheses, Brandon. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I saw that. We had a discussion. I mean, this is, you know, we're progressive. We're always, this is like when, when a company does a redesign of their logo and they just make it uh, 2D and yes. like light blue. Yes. Also, that's what we did. I, uh, I know I said this on the pod before, but I think I want to say it again. We're like Justin Timberlake in the social network. Just drop the the. <laughs> <laughs> just drop the the. <laughs> it's just drop the parentheses. Also, and if he was talking to us, he would be like, "You idiots! Why did you think that was a good idea in the first place?" 
No uh, I think we, you know, we've been dabbling into the meme territory. Follow us on at NL Feast Pod. No, no, um, no, no. And no, at NL Feast. NL Feast. Come on. Oh, God. We are 20- Follow us at NL Feast. Yeah, 21 episodes in. Can't get our own podcast name right. And I'm just as guilty of it, too. I'm not throwing you under the bus by any means. No, it's okay. Uh, I, I deserve it. Um, uh, follow us at NL Feast, and you can see that we're doing some, we're dishing out some sweet baseball based memes. Some Marlins memes, yes. some NL East memes. Yes. Peep the memes. Peep the memes. I also, you can. It's so clear who on our Twitter account is making the meme because normally it's like me taking shots at the Mets and you taking shots at the Marlins. So it's pretty easy to tell who's pumping <laughs> the memes out. <laughs> um, True. All right, Brandon. Like I said, we we're supposed to talk about the Phillies, but I kind of just want to like power through. We got some other segments. We'll inevitably bullshit some more. <laughs> I think we'll hit an hour here, which is what I was worried about. Is that you and I were too busy working away. You know, the whole nine, two, five, really didn't commit to that, um, to, uh, to come up with the song. Were you going to sing the song? Yeah, that wasn't bad. You want me to really give it a, give it a So you committed to the round and round by (laughs) rap, but not, not nine. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I thought about it for a second. I was like, don't even know where in my range this is. I'm not going to embarrass myself. (laughs) Working nine, two, five. That's so good. That's perfect. Um, but Brandon, so we're going to skip with the Phillies. Phillies, what's going on? Maybe win a couple series. It wouldn't hurt you. Me as a Marlins fan, you as a Mets fan, telling the Phillies to step it up. But Brandon, I think it's time that we get to your favorite segment of the show, Degrama the Week. Degrama the Week. <laughs> Brandon, our Degrama the Week is none other than. None other than Elma Fudd's out, and he likes a Dansby Swanson, the Degrama the Week. The Dansby Swanson, Blansby, Blonspin, Flomsby, Floomspin. Uh, we have a thousand nicknames for this guy, but Bartles be big spring. That's pretty good, Brandon. That's pretty good. He has a. This is the stat that stuck out to me the most over the last seven days. He has a slugging percentage of 880, not an OPS. A slugging percentage of 880. So is yeah. So I think like his OPS is somewhere in the twelves. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Oh my god. Yeah, he's got four this home man. runs. He's stealing bases or stealing base, but I mean that's uh, in a week. Yeah, once average of stolen base a week, you're doing pretty good. Um, he's been just on fire. And it's and it comes off of a, a pretty be disappointing beginning of the season because I think his his average is still like hovering in the two fifties, maybe low two sixties. So it's not like he's been smashing like this all season. Um, and yeah, we like Blansby Blonspin. Him and his uh, Olympic girlfriend, right? Isn't he dating one of the Olympic uh, uh, U.S. women's national team stars? Right? Am I wrong here? I could see it. I'm look. I'm on his Twitter right now, and I'm trying to see if he follows any Fox News people. <laughs> Don't look it up. Brandon, no. <laughs> I haven't seen anything yet. I haven't seen anything yet. Yes. A lot of sports people. Mallory Pugh. I haven't Pugh. seen anything yet, though. Mallory, yes, Mallory Pugh. They're still together and not engaged. She is a U.S. women's national team. Um, also, if, you, if you're like uh, Googling um, Dansby Swanson, one of the suggested results is Dansby Swanson hair. So, like, you know. Oh, he's got a nice head of he's hair, got right? Good, got a good head of hair. He also does have, like, big southern vibes, though. So, but I don't think you can date. Maybe this is ignorant of me, but I don't think you could date, like, a, a Nationals, a national soccer player, a U.S. women's national team soccer player, and also be, have, like, really shitty politics, right? Mm-hmm. You'd think that. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but you'd think that. Um, also, remember. I got nothing on Swanson. I got nothing on Swanson clean so as far. A whistle. Just a lot of athletes, a lot of baseball players. Um, a lot of teams normally does, they follow doesn't a lot of teams. Fo- follow Trevor Bauer yet, so I think we're good. I think we're in good, we're in good hands with Bartles B. Biggs. I think so you far. and I can confidently say that he has done and never will do a single wrong thing in his entire life. Brandon, you want to you want to stake our reputations on that? I think so. I think you know, post. <laughs> I, I don't think he'll ever be a drunk driver. No, um, I don't think he'll say anything controversial. I don't think he'll become like the pastor at a big you know 
problematic church. Nope. Like I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be. Wait, good, you don't think he's going to become a, a mega dude. church pastor, Brandon? What a turn that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Could uh, you see that though? I don't know, Pastor Swanson. I mean, th- that's a phenomenal name. Pastor Swanson is about as good as it gets. Pastor Swanson. We got to do it just for the name. Him and his girlfriend, though. Remember when they brought out the? Uh, they brought out the incense, or what was it? The the sage. They burned sage. Oh, at the, the sage. That's a very like liberal yeah, thing, though. for that's, sure. That's borderline astrology stuff, you know. <laughs> astrology so. is famously liberal, but there's a. I guess that's kind of true, but I also feel like anybody who's an anti-vaxxer is also really big in astrology like that venn diagram of like anti-vaxxer and astrology like the center of that venn diagram is probably pretty big wouldn't you imagine of anti-vaxxer and astrology yeah i mean i think it goes full circle eventually right yeah. i have someone that's you know i'm not gonna name no names, i think i know who I you're some, talking about <laughs> I, I have someone i don't know i don't know i have someone Are they a in, no no no, no. Oh, okay no. i have someone in my bloodline oh okay that okay that is oh my God. Uh, which family member did is, you just insult <laughs> that is a that is a vegan okay and is anti-vax wow yeah um let's just also i've got i'm not done circling up and highlighting what you just did which is me saying are they a hunk and you being like god no and then going they're my blood <laughs> that was <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you off, off yeah uh, i mean please don't, don't tell me um also i don't i don't know anybody in your family other than mud and i only know mud because of that one time that he was they're all named mud <laughs> No. You're like which mud? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's legal. It's a legal name. Uh, I only know yeah mud because he helped us um, set up the audio once in our in our early days. Like that's right. You think we have little right, listeners now? Days. It was really just like my parents, your parents, and like two of our friends that liked baseball listening <laughs> initially. So so Dansby Swanson only follows the Oak Ridge Boys. That's the only problematic thing I've what seen. What is the Oak Ridge Boys? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just a country band. Okay. All right. like, that's Listen, that's, that's close enough where I'm like, hmm, maybe. That's phenomenal, though. We, we love that for Dansby Swanson. All right, Brandon, after Negromita Week, you know what comes up next. It's our 60-second stories. If you've never listened to the podcast, you are a big, dumb moron and can't figure it out. 60-second stories is where Brandon and I will tell a story that is exactly one minute. And if we go over, we will be buzzed and yelled at by the other co-host, Brandon. Do you have a story for us this week? You know what? I'll drum something up for you. Wait, do you want me to go first as you think? Nah, I got it. Okay, all right. And Brandon, and away we go. Go. Uh, So softball is starting back up for me. Uh, Yesterday we had our first practice. Oh, nice. Um, uh, You know, we normal crew for the most part. Is Sean out there? Superstar Sean? Nope, Sean is only in the men's league now. He's too good for us. He, he <laughs> made it to the majors. That was inevitable. We're still in rookie ball. That was inevitable. Um, but we did add someone who was friend of friend, who was a University of Pennsylvania D1 softball player. Whoa! And she was very modest, and she was like, oh, I've never done slow pitch before. She's like, I don't know how good I'm going to be. And everyone was like, you're going to be our ringer. <laughs> and immediately she was like, dong city, dong city. That's just like, insane. And also like perfect form and she was like i i brought a fungo bat and i'm like what's that and she's like oh you you use that to like so you don't damage the real bats when you like do grounders to the infielders it's like mm, oh very my good God. yeah that's a thing and like it's like half of it is like people that are like i want to i drink before the games and like <laughs> <laughs> you know and she's like and i'm like please stay with us please oh love God. God. that's so funny brandon that's so funny all right that's our time for your story that's I'm already just immediately jealous. Like the softball team, we just wrapped up our last game of the season, though it sounds like we'll play a couple just like scrimmage or exhibition games um, Mm -hmm. off the record. But we wrapped up our season and phenomenal people. That was so quick. I know. I I think I jumped in on it late because of when I got hired. I think it had been going for a month or two before I got there. Wait, is it toast then? Because, I mean, it's winter's coming. 
I, I think now I'm trying to transition into a basketball league, an indoor basketball oh, league nice. to get together. But that's um, fun. Uh, what was I gonna say? They, I love them all to death. They were very fun to play with. But we would, we were not like if I'm in the if I'm in the top percentage of any athletic group, then that athletic group is not something <laughs> that should be uh be succeeding. Dude, that's so. how I felt yesterday. I felt really confident, and I was like, "This is bad Hell news." Yeah. Wait, what, what, and she complimented me, dude. I didn't even let's go. I didn't even. Tell you that I was playing first base and I was like I made some jokes. I was like, Well, I'm not very good. She was like, Well, you got that stretch and I was like, I do got that stretch. Thank you, D one softball player. That's so funny. Wait, so why are you playing first? You should be playing one of the hot like play the hot corner, play their their shortstop or something. I was trying to be nice, you know, I was trying to be like, Oh, you go over here, you know, I mean it's still early, I still gotta feel everything yeah, out, true. but then when the game time comes I go, You're in right field, terrible yes, people. Yeah, I know. Um, and that's also like it's it's really sucks in softball, and I guess this way it was a little bit in Little League, where it's like even bad outfielders can really ruin you. Like we had inside the park home oh, runs yeah. in our softball league because uh, somebody just if you misjudge if you misjudge a fly ball, it's just and these game are like over. I feel so weird because I'm like like these are lawyers. Like I'm playing with like people whose lives are like yeah. are dependent on this person's intellect and like and they're all far more capable um than i would mm-hmm. ever be in that situation but then it's like a pop fly comes to them and they they turn into a puddle like it's so weird yeah. it's so weird but all right brandon time for my 60s. they're like i took the bar <laughs> yeah i took i didn't take the bar brandon i took the ball okay hey, hey pretty good pretty good hey, that was good all right brandon give me the give me the introduction to the 60 second story and away we go Brandon, I think we talked about this on the podcast a little bit, but I um, I did what I think of a lot of Americans did, which is I put on some quarantine weight. I put on uh, probably – I was probably honestly like up there with the heaviest I've ever been in my entire life, maybe even a little bit over, um, somewhere around June. So I came back from that Florida vacation, which famously from the pod is when I was – you and I were like – both recording in like hotel rooms or like st- sitting on a bed mm-hmm. trying to record the podcast because we're dedicated and I came back and I've been going to the gym I've been like counting calories a little bit more like still having fun obviously but also um, I'm trying to be a little bit better during the week and be a little bit better about going to the gym and so I went to the gym this last week um, and I was in my Florida State shirt now I know that's a controversial opinion to some people but I'm in my or controversial take or whatever the hell it's called I gotta hurry up I'm running out of time um, I was in my FSU championship shirt and I'm walking through the gym with headphones in listening to a stupid podcast and some guy comes up to me and goes hey go fuck yourself <laughs> and I was like what the hell and he's like I'm a Gators fan I'm just kidding oh my, like, god, oh my god dude <laughs> just not not something that you would and it was, I was like I had a headphones in with my like noise canceling so I was like did he just say what I think he said like go fu-. and I am not a con like I'm not a confrontational person like you could say that to me and I'm not going to do anything about it but uh it took me by surprise and he was a Gators fan or he went there so he he we like did a while and I was like ha 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 and he was like just kidding and then like we walked our separate ways and then like 20 minutes later he came up to me when I was like sitting down at a bench thing and was like hey uh what's up like, what's what's going on so you went to FSU and I was like yeah I graduated like a like a like three or four years ago uh he's like oh no way i just graduated from uf like two months ago and moved here immediately and i was like oh you're just like a straight out of college energy guy like this is like still like like a collegiate rivalry as as i'm just like this is a gym shirt for me now this isn't like i'm not like sporting this with a i mean obviously i go go Knowles, but i'm not like running up to strangers and telling them to go fuck themselves because of because they're insane behavior so i thought that was a little funny but yeah i had dude i had someone one time on the 101 here which is notoriously a hectic it was like 
it was like uh, rush hour, and then I got like honked. I was like, mm-mm. and then some jackass drives by me, and FSU person does the freaking hand chop. No thing. way! And I'm like, no, 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 sir. <laughs> he starts doing. Both I don't hands, care. No hands on the because I have <laughs> the FSU sticker on my car. Oh, okay, that makes. No, sense. actually, no. I have an FSU alumni plate yeah. on on my, on my license plate. The chop. So they give me the chop, and I go. No, <laughs> you don't do the chop. I don't care. I don't care. Okay, I, uh, we're not going to pull the side of the road and talk to you. No. Did he start doing both arms chopped? And you're like, sir, the road. Yeah. <laughs> Feet are chopping. Oh my god, that's so funny. All right, Brandon, we're we really are good. We're like seven ish, ten minutes away from an hour. I mean, whoever's listening to this has a better idea. Well, if you keep bringing it listen, up, I'm God just damn it, proud we're not going to do it, Brandon. All right, now to our next segment is feast or famine, which I famously. Was going to make music for and will not make music for now because it's a bit, Brandon. I don't know if you know this. So it's da-na-na-not, feast or famine. And I'm going to get started, Brandon. These Braves are red hot. And I, uh, I'm i just going to continue um, piling on the bandwagon and say that my feast of the week is Ozzy Albies. Now, these Braves, Brandon, are absolutely on fire. And Ozzy Albies is no exception to that rule. He hit 345 this week and another Brave that hit four home runs. Like, these guys are just clobbering the ball. And also, in this game... Adam Duvall and Freddie Freeman both hit home runs against the Marlins as it's 12-2 mm-hmm. in the top of the eighth right now. So uh, the, the Braves remain to be on fire. Ozzy Albies, love a switch hitter. Love his stance. His stance is a lot of fun. Seems like a good short king. So uh, go shout out to Ozzy Albies. He's my feast of the week. <laughs> good short king. Shout out to a short king. Shout out to the Braves. 30 homer infield. Yeah. Totally. I don't know. Got to watch out for the Braves, man. Got to watch out for the Braves. Um, that's kind of all we can say about it at this point. <laughs> I mean, we can say. I'm out of it. That's all we got. Marlins are out of it. But uh, also, okay, I did want to ask you this question: How big of a of a how bad is it, or embarrassing? I guess is the word that I'm looking for. That when the Marlins come to town, I'm getting I'm buying one solo ticket for the afternoon game. I took work off and everything. I'm gonna go sit down. How like embarrassing is it if I'm a 29 year old grown man who gets there early to see if Jazz Chisholm will sign a ball for me? Is that a, just a, a off the table thing? it's tough because if you're surrounded by children yes. i'm gonna say yeah. yeah if you find a spot because like the kid because uh, you know the kids will the even the mets fans kids like i got pat burl and jim tomey's autograph when i was a kid i hate the phillies yeah. but i got their autograph and i was super excited so like the mets fans will go get jazz's autograph oh you know, okay. the kids will get it but if you can find a spot it's possible you find a spot where just you and you go hey Hey, Jeff. Hey, hey, I'm going to be on hey. visitor side. I'm going to splurge a little bit on tickets. Yeah, you got to go visitor, go visitor side. side. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to, I think, I just thought of this uh, when I was eating dinner this, this, I almost said this morning, you know, eating dinner this morning. <laughs> um, and I was, uh, I was thinking it'd be a lot of fun if we could get Jazz to record on my phone something to be like, hi, this is Jazz Chisel, and you're listening to the NL Feast podcast. Dude, that would be fun. That yeah, fuck the ball, dude. Get that. You probably can't ask for two things. Hey, you know, also, can you sign my baseball card, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Can you sign my chest? <laughs> um, so that's my... Uh, anyways, that's my feature of the week, Brandon. <laughs> Honestly, if you got any if you got any Marlins player to do that, that, yeah. I think I'm going to just... That would be fun. I know Miguel Rojas probably would. Cause he's a, Get Alex Jackson to do dude, it, dude. Yeah, he just, I, he just... I don't know if he struck out, but... Because we're on Alex... We're the Alex Jackson of podcasts, <laughs> anyway. That's true. <laughs> you know what? We surprise you every once in a while but we're not batting 200 all right brandon we're not batting um, 200 give me your feast of the week also uh, yeah i threw this on you because we i know i didn't really give you a lot of opportunity to do uh, research excuse me you know i'm doing i'm doing double feast this week i'm feeling positive it was a weird weekend you know 
I had I had the incident with the man in the wheelchair, but um, <laughs> about that. that sounds bad out of that context. Does sound bad if you just context, listen, yeah. if you just if if like Alex, yeah, you just say. fast forward to this part of the podcast, you're going to be like, huh? What the man that makes you though? You know what? That's like back selling. You heard of front selling is back selling. <laughs> yeah. You're going to want to go back to the beginning of the podcast to find out what that was. about. Yeah, people love that. I'm, that's a very it's a good strategy. <laughs> they love a back sell. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go two feasts this week. My first feast is uh, Tyler Gilbert nice. of the Arizona oh, Diamondbacks right. yes, and yes. his dad, yeah. who was pumped. Alex, Alex, uh, uh, I think he made a relief appearance a few days prior, but he made his first start in the major leagues. No hits. The San Diego Padres, amazing. 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 I think that was, wasn't that also the the first Diamondbacks no-hitter at home? I thought it was. I don't know. I didn't see I, that stat, but don't I would me on believe that. that. Also, just like the um, first like rookie debut no-hitter since like the 1890s. <laughs> amazing. It has all the feel good and connecting to that the the father-son relationship like Tyler and his dad uh Field of Dreams game. I don't know. I oh, I yeah. was I was at an Angels game actually, but the Field of Dreams game uh was amazing. I watched the highlights. I mean, so you know, cool. the, the Kevin Costner thing at the beginning was a little hokey and a little performative, but I like the players coming out of the cornfield. An incredible game. Yeah, that's the other thing. Incredible like, game. We really couldn't have asked for a better game. I think I, I read a statistic that it was the most watched regular season baseball game in like 12 or 15 years or something. Wild yeah. Like yeah, and they're going to do one once a year. Um, yeah, I love it. Uh, I'm super excited. I love the White Sox uniforms. Tim Anderson needs Dude, to be a household name. Sh- I know he's forgotten as like a shortstop in the majors. Like, oh, wait, he's like a top five. He's a monster. He's so cool. Yeah, I just, I love So Tim cool. Anderson. I mean, that whole White Sox team is Incredibly cool. Uh, led by none other than Tony Larusa, baby. Uh, DUI Tony. He wasn't there. He wasn't there though. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's just so funny seeing like, like, yeah, Tim Anderson just get his hype and like be as the the front face of future progressive baseball and then yeah. Being led by and Tony's like, Tim, you should bunt. Yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> uh, we were down, sir. What are you talking about? Um, yeah. My famine of the week, Brandon. Now we hate famines, and you're gonna especially hate this one. Is the Mets' upcoming schedule? Now we already dug into this a little bit, so I'll, oh, yeah. I'll spare you. But uh, yeah, you're going up against some powerhouse NL teams, and it's and you gotta hope that you can do something against them. I know Syndergaard also, we didn't talk about this when we were, when we initially discussed it, but Syndergaard had a great quote about just straight up bitching about having to close out a night game on Sunday and then fly to yeah. the giants and go play initially or immediately. So yeah. And that screwed the Dodgers too. Cause the Dodgers are here in LA playing the pirates tonight. Yeah. I mean, baseball. So, I mean, that screwed both of them. They, they moved to Sunday night baseball. Uh, the Mets got raked and, uh, the Mets got raked. Is that a weird, what is that R-A-K-E-D. expression? Where did I come up with that? Yeah. I don't know. K E D. Yeah. yeah. K E D. <laughs> Yeah, Brandon K E D, Brandon K E D. I don't God. know. I think it's. I think with baseball, like Let's the cut like, that. no, no, we're not cutting anything. I'm not doing work today. I, I like. To, <laughs> I like to think of raking, like you rake a ball. That's why you probably thought, or like if yeah, you're raking, I was thinking. you're like you're smashing. So oh, I feel like you're fine. Per- don't don't ugh yourself. You did fine. <laughs> Hate myself. Um, yeah, I mean they got destroyed. That's a better term. Uh, they got there destroyed, go. and then uh, and then they had to fly across the country. Um, upsetting, upsetting. That's the last thing the Mets need. Uh, let's. Ho- I mean, I just hope they can like, if they can split the series here against the Dodgers, and if they can win the series against the Giants, be wild. if possible, would be insane. But yeah, fingers crossed. Great. Mets got to hold on. They just got to hold on the next uh, ten ten games. Brandon, how much are you uh, threatening to mute me on Twitter now that uh, football's back? Oh, hate it, dude. <laughs> hate football. I honestly, I forget. I get into a mood when football's back because I'm like, oh, it makes me sad because like, I hate football. I hate the NFL. Um, 
And it's just a I don't know. And, and like I know baseball is coming to a close. Then that means even though there's yeah. still there's still you know two months of baseball the left. Writing's but on like, the wall a little bit. Ugh, I hate seeing it. I hate it. I hate football what about the, so much. What about the National Football League? Do you hate? They always make the right decisions when it comes to their players. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's an extra game this year. Great. Just what I want. Yeah, yeah. That, that's good. Why don't we take these poor guys that are barely recovered by the next week physically and yeah. make them add another game? I'm, I feel like over. there's going to be like nine, 900 COVID cases this year with the, with, in the NFL. Well, the, the Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons just came out as the only and or the first and only so far team to have a hundred percent vaccination rate so they're doing whoa something. really yeah, good for them yeah meanwhile how, like the, how do they do that though because they have so many more players major league baseball probably doesn't have one team they must have incentivized them or done something i don't know but like the vikings <laughs> quarterback is like a, a big anti-vaxxer so that's not going well for the vikings so sorry oh yeah that's right and his dad is a big church guy right yeah his Kirk dad's Cousins. like a yeah, Kirk don't Cousins, go digging yeah. through football players twitter follows yeah, either. That's that doesn't across the so board well. right um all right brandon before we get out of here we're going to do our upcoming series where we preview what's coming up next in this week for the division brandon why don't you give us a little bit of rundown as to what's going yeah, on yeah phillies are, are facing tyler gilbert and the diamondbacks and they're going to san diego placing the playing the padres that'll be a nice series braves are currently playing the marlins then they'll be facing the orioles so the braves are coasting so if the braves yeah. God, if the Braves like capitalize on playing the Marlins and Orioles, like they might have a few a few more game lead than they have currently in, in the NL East. But Mets are playing the Giants and then the Dodgers here in LA. I'll hopefully make it to at least one of the games. Nationals are playing the Blue Jays at home, and then they'll be headed to Milwaukee to play the Brew Crew. And uh, uh, then the Marlins are playing the Braves. Then they'll be going to Cincinnati to play Jonathan India and the MAGA Reds. <laughs> yeah. God, do you think Castellanos and Winker are also big MAGA dudes? I feel that like Castellanos not... isn't. I feel like Castellanos, like, okay, that's good. bullshit. I don't yeah, know. Maybe I'm he's wrong. Just angry. Also, that anger could be directed in the wrong place. Yeah, it could saying? be directed at the wrong place. Yeah, but so... Vado's definitely like, he's Canadian, you know? So yeah, Vado's not MAGA. Also, Vado had that, was it Vado that had that really sweet moment with the fan where he like got ejected in the first inning and there was that girl that was, cr- like that little girl that was crying because she didn't get to see her favorite player? I didn't see that. So he I like know. brought her back and then gave her like a signed ball and met with her. Like, Oh, really that's sweet. And he also had Joey Votto also had that amazing uh, conversation with with the Reds beat reporters on Joe Morgan, the late Joe Morgan. Oh no way! I love yeah, Joe Morgan. He, Talk about childhood yeah. dudes. I'll send it to you. I mean, he had a great uh, like three minute just like monologue about Joe Morgan and how great he was and how he's one of the greatest Reds, oh, the greatest so Red of all time. So it was really Brandon, great. What's your uh, What's your favorite series of these upcoming batch though? I, I you kind of stole my steam Ooh. a little bit because it really is like if the Braves sweep these series then everybody else in the division is in a lot of yeah trouble. i mean the most important i mean yeah look if the phillies played the padres i know the padres have been scuffling a little bit but it's like yeah. if the phillies played the padres and don't do well and the mets are playing the giants and Dodgers, but they probably won't do well braves could like seriously put some distance <laughs> this next week they were like when we record next week they could probably be like i mean not the probably could be like three four games up yeah, dude, it could be it could be a uh, much different scenario. Um, also, I think another fun series that we uh, that that would be. <laughs> it's so funny because I like look at these and I just see the Nationals and I was and I just am like, okay, ignore all. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, uh, I mean, like as much as we talked about, the Braves have an easy run and they and it, as long as they don't blow, they'll be good. Like if the Mets really do step up and take these Giants Dodgers series, like momentum is a hundred percent back and you guys are right back in the in the heat of the division again. Not that you aren't right now, but. Just gotta hold on. Just gotta hold on, Mets fans. Hold on to what we got. We got. <laughs> yeah. Good program. We should, we should do an NL Feast uh, Spotify playlist. Yeah, or a little karaoke <laughs> action. That'd be yeah. fun. That'd be a lot of fun. All right, Brandon. Before we get out of here, we normally do a segment that's called Feature Future Fans, where we shout out people that we think would be that we're fans of, and that we hope would also be fans of the show. Brandon, 
did you did you get some people for this? Yeah, so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I did. Yeah, so um, uh, someone that I follow that I really enjoy following is Mojo Hill at Mojo Hill twenty um, two. Oh, nice. He's a writer for Metsmerized um, and and uh, uh, is also the associate editor of um, Emerald Sports. Uh, I think he's a University of Oregon guy. I think he might either attend there now or graduated there. So there's a lot right. of University of Oregon stuff I've learned from following him, but also um, a good good uh, Mets content. And also, I think he's from Los Angeles originally. So he All said right. in his last series, he was like, sorry, Mets fans. He's like, my heart is still with the Dodgers because I grew up here. So, yeah, good follow. Covers a lot of sports, unbiased. I like following Mojo. Uh, does good work. Um, nice. Also, I'm going to give a shout out again to Mets Metrics just because I feel bad about botching <laughs> their stat last week. Um, but but fantastic work. Honestly, just like um, uh, the number one fat check checker on Mets Twitter is what I would say. So so th- this sucks. This is like when I when I guess we haven't said this on the pod, but this is like I'm a bi- I was a big fan. It was am a big fan of Jeremy Taché. And it's like when we started our show with him and then I realized like 10 minutes in that I was not recording. <laughs> this is like you <laughs> and you lied to his face. And you, <laughs> no, you no, no, no. I said. Something yeah, wrong you with logic. did. No, you listen, said a crash. <laughs> I'm going to lawyer my I'm going to lawyer my way out of this. I said something with Logic Pro is wasn't working. Now, I didn't mention that thing was me that wasn't working, but <laughs> you said it crashed. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that crashed was that interview initially, and then it was saved by a wonderful uh, guest on the pod, Jeremy. Tucher. I heard what I heard. <laughs> um, I want to shout out a whole group of people, Brandon. I uh, I got asked by, I, I believe it was Mark that asked me initially. Uh, honestly, one of my best friends on Marlon's Twitter, Mark, Marky Mark, um, great cards guy, just truly been teaching me and walking me through all of uh, all of baseball card Twitter and, and sports cards as a whole, just like a, a wealth of knowledge in that front, um, invited me to be in this Marlins fantasy football team uh, or fantasy football league. Um, so I'm going to shout out everybody in it. Are you ready, Brandon? Mm-hmm. Shout out the whole group. It's been fun. Just like having a little group chat to talk to Marlins with. Um, all right, so we obviously have Billy the Marxist, big fan of the pod. Oh, Brandon, also full disclosure, I told this group, and I won't mention it now, but I told this group what we're going to do for the end of the season pod. You know the big thing? Oh, you the... Like the, the... Yeah. No, you can't say it, Brandon. I just said no. Oh. Uh, now i got to make we a We said it frickin- last week. No, we didn't say it on. We just did. We just. All right, well, now you got to edit. So now I got to edit. This sucks, Brandon. I I haven't put a bleep in the podcast in so long. Um, So, yeah, obviously Billy's in it. Obviously, Marky Mark is in it. Um, And then we got some new people that that I think are going to tune in for the first time this week that I'm excited for. We got Laz for mayor at Papa Bless 42420. Didn't know that 42420 was his number numbers at the end. That's very funny. Um, We have Dez Marlins underscore SZN season. We have our boy Spazzy Spazzy, big friend of the pod. Um, we have Hunt from at Hunt the Minor because he is like a high school kid. So, uh, yeah, take that for what you will. We got at Miami Sports Fan 5, the GOAT. We have Marky Mark, of course. We have Peter, UK Marlins Peter. Remember him? Dude, Peter has the funniest video of, with Adam Duvall. The Duvall thing. video where he's falling in the grass. That's the funniest thing in the world. I didn't watch it till recently. I it's love so that. great. It just gets also it got posted in jest a lot today after the Duvall homer. Yeah, so, uh, kind of comes to bat, bite you back in the ass. And we have the Sandy Man at Sandy Man season and Jen a, at J ten thirteen underscore and then at DT eight one zero eight nine. There's some people that are a little bit more active than there's others, um, but it's just been a lot of fun to interact with Marlins fans. And then uh, Billy gave us a lot of nice words in the in the um, the group chat today. So big shout out to all of them. You said others like in New York. You're like others. You hear that? Did you hear <laughs> no, yourself? I didn't hear it. No. Yeah, a lot of others. 
No, please. If I ever yeah, there were tons of udders. They were they were going down the river. Udders. That also was like yeah. I saw a cow and some udders. Udders. Yeah. 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 Where does the ice cream come from? The udders. Brandon, before we get out of here, though, I, uh, we actually we did the exact thing that I was scared we were going to do, which is not keep it under uh, an hour. But we got God one email this damn week. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry, listen. We got one email this week, and it's from none other than my brother, biggest fan of the pod, I would argue. He said, what's up, nerds? Writing in today to see what your favorite weird facts that you have about baseball or other <laughs> sports are. I always thought this one was wild. A pitcher is struck by lightning in the ninth, and then upon regaining consciousness, continues the next at-bat and finishes the game. So let's hear what you got, the younger to your brother, Maxwell. Um, the thing, it's not really a, a, a stat, but a story that I always love, or love is maybe stronger, but just like absolutely fascinated by, is the Pirates pitcher that I think threw a no-hitter while completely tripping on acid. Doc Ellis. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's probably, that, that, that reminds me of that story. One of like the more astonishing things that you could possibly like i don't even know what the equivalent is like doing that is uh is, is <laughs> i was gonna say an athletic feat i do believe that it's an athletic feat but it's an athletic feat for a, a weird reason which is giving yourself a literal handy like a, a handicap not a little handicap but a handicap but you're struggling i can see you um, th- yeah sorry I, i'm listening to you <laughs> and i'm also trying to think of my own fact that happened so you're my like favorite me- th- i mean this is a this is just my some of my favorite baseball lore that my daddy's telling me about was um so legendary Mets shortstop and manager Bud Harrelson who's on the sixty nine Mets Shut um up. at uh when the Mets and Reds were rivals, which is when they were both in the NL East. Shut I can't up. remember what year I, I mean my dad would, would know this. I think it was I think it was actually during the season in nineteen sixty nine. Uh Pete Rose slid in hard to first. And keep in mind Bud Harrelson was like a tiny little white guy shortstop and Pete Rose is a monster man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um they got into an absolute fist fight, and Pete Rose beat Bud Harrelson's at Harrelson's Whoa, ass. Whoa! No way. <laughs> yeah, there is footage somewhere of it, but uh, I appreciate Buddy, who's a, a you know who like a who, who fought like a man, despite you know knowing that <laughs> that Pete Rose is probably going to truck over any human being. I and mean, he broke Ray Fossey's leg in in the All Star game too. That's famously. yeah. I, uh, that's also a good one too. Like the Nolan Ryan, 41 years old, beating the hell out of the dude that charges the mounds, another good baseball one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, You're Robin like, Ventura, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. all right, Brandon, we're wrapping up our podcast. Please write into the show. Again, I think only my brother has so far, which has been great. He's got, like, that's phenomenal content he's providing us with. But uh, we'd love a little diversity there. So you can email us nlfeastpod at gmail.com we'll answer anything you read just like with our apple reviews if you leave a five star review on apple podcast and say literally anything we will read it on the show unfortunately today is not a day that we have any new reviews so we will not be doing that brandon but i think that's it for us unless you have anything else you want to say before we get out of here oh wait brandon no wait no 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 no. don't say it what's your twitter account (laughs) bye 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 (laughs)